about this one's a little bit different from from the usual right like and that's repurposing one thing that we're really good at here in you know the wealthy way and all the production that we put out for all of our wealthy brands is we repurpose content right that that means we take podcasts we cut them up we take podcasts we make mashups we'll release some of the same videos over again like we're still releasing old videos from the podcast with its previous branding before it was the wealthy way it was the ryan panetta show and right now you can go find mashups that are four to five hours long on our page from those old episodes before we even rebranded to the wealthy way the reason being is that there's just a lot of value in what you're doing and so the repurposing will just help you get it out further right i mentioned before the Costco video, that was not the first time that he talked about it. It was actually the second time that he talked about it. He just remade the video. But we also could just repost the old video, and now it's repurposed and used to push out the content even further. So there's many different ways of, of, of repurposing. Let me speak a little bit about you know, the mashup concept. And I think what people see or when they hear what in mashup is that I have to take a nice collection of content that I've already created, put it together, but it needs to be on the same topic. It needs to flow fluently, right? And that's just, that's the furthest from the truth. Our mashups have some podcasts in them. They have some dynamic video of home tours. They have, you know, all kind of different pieces of content that he's created. Now, is there kind of like a, a, a storyline to it? Sure, right? Like we don't want to put content that's based on, you know, wholesaling with content that's based on, flipping right we want to kind of if it's wholesaling we want to give you three hours of different wholesaling conversations if it's flipping we want to give you you know two hours of flipping conversations whether that be with different guests whether that be with just ryan solos like it doesn't matter right but we want to put those all together that flipping mashup for example that mashup will have ryan on a podcast with another individual or another investor that flips and they're going over their numbers and their strategies and all the tips that he gave in his episode. The next clip that you will, that it will cut to will be Ryan walking around one of his flips, right, showing you what he decided to do. Oh, I knocked out this wall. I, I did this. I, I made the kitchen bigger by doing this, blah, 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 right? And then from there, it'll go from, you know, him in his home back to a podcast set. And maybe this time it's not the wealthy way set. It's the old Ryan Pineda show set. And he's talking to Clint Cooper who flips homes or, you know, these are all different types of, of ways of doing it, right? It may go from that to showing him looking through you know, a flip that's not completed yet. It's under construction, right? And he's showing how, you know, the wood studs, you had to move this because there's a beam here and blah, blah, blah. Like these are all things that we put in within this one mashup. And the value in that is that people can watch for three hours and get all different types of content all on one accord and one kind of issue. And so that's what you're trying to do when you're creating these mashups. It's not important about it looking good, right? Because I know, I know for us, some of those old videos are from three years ago, right? Our quality was worse. We, we, were, we destroyed the audio, right? Whatever we could do wrong with the audio, we did it, right? And this is all in our trial phase. Like I said before, your first videos are your worst videos, and these for sure were our worst videos. But I can say that, no one that is watching that amount of time for that amount of value cares that much about the quality. So a mashup is known, right, by us to be, you know, maybe a little less quality, maybe it's great. It can go either direction. 
So you have that option, right? And you should really look into that. Some of you may have had a, a, a YouTube channel three years ago that you stopped doing, right? And, and it's got 100 videos on there. It was 100 videos before you decided to give up. First, I want to say if you would have never gave up, you would have been sitting in a seat, a really comfortable seat of content creation right now. You probably would have saw great impact on your business. That's first. But I truly want to say that those 100 videos are still really valuable to you. You can take those videos and create mashups from them videos to launch and start over and really get your channel active again. And now as you're creating new content, you already have content created that you didn't have to go make. So believe me, you, you, you have that possibility and you can do it just finding the right ways to really, you know, really approach it. All right. So my final way of really never running out of topics has to do with real world experience. And that is just getting out there, going to these events, going to the conferences, going to the workshops, going to the virtual challenges and workshops, right? You want to have the opportunity to get into these rooms with like-minded individuals. These individuals, these individuals have some of the same challenges you do, have some of the same losses that you do, have some of the same wins that you do. And within that, there are stories being told. And with those stories, you can create really good and engaging content. And so I want to encourage you now to get into those rooms, right? Talk to people, right? Interview people. Have that, have that real in-life, you know, communication with individuals, right? I always said this, and I, and I, I shared this at a, at a workshop recently. I said people love to get on FaceTime, right? They love that phone, right? They love that phone, but they truly never actually give people FaceTime, and what I mean, FaceTime is cool, right? I use it all the time, right? I, I come from Chicago. I live in Las Vegas, and all of my family is still in Chicago. So we use FaceTime as a really good tool to stay in touch and stay communicated. My sons are on it every day, right? But what real FaceTime is is me getting in a room with you, getting an opportunity to feel your presence, feel your energy, feel your spirit, and get to have that communication one-on-one. Within that, though, I learned so much about you, right? And it, and in that, it, it really sparks and inspires and will lead to new topics and new, you know, things to really put out on my social media platform. It's not that I'm using you as a tool to create content, but you're inspiring me on what to discuss and what to talk about. But that FaceTime tends to make for better content, right? It tends to lead me down the path of where I can create really engaging things. So that brain freeze that we talked about, that writer's block that we talked about, that FaceTime cures all of that, right? You can ask any, you know, New York Times bestseller. They're going to tell you, yeah, I when I'm when I'm struggling, when I'm trying to write, I get out and about. I go into the city. I get into rooms where people are and I just listen. I observe and I do those things to really be able to to kind of nurture my creativity, learn from people, and have something real to say. You have something real to say. You have topics that are great. If you ever feel like you're running out of topics, tell your story. Let people know what your experiences have been, and then let people know what your goals are.